Today is February 14th, 2024. I know that podcasts can be listened to at any time of day, any day of the year, but for the purposes of this show, it's important for you to know that this 10th episode of season two drops on February 14th. So that gives us the perfect opportunity to talk about Valentine's Day. It's a holiday that carries a lot of stress. For those without a special someone, it feels extra lonely. For those with a special someone, there's pressure to get it right to buy the right gift, to go to a nice dinner, to shower your partner with flowers. Flowers in February in Indiana. You can't exactly go into your backyard and pick out a nice bouquet. But let's give a little history on Valentine's Day. St. Valentine's Day was a feast day in the Catholic religion, added to the calendar around 500 AD. The day was commemorated for martyred saints named Valentine. Scholars generally agree that the holiday was popularized in the 1840s in the UK and the US, but let's be clear. In the early 1900s, Hallmark started mass producing Valentine's cards and our culture hasn't slowed down since. Even in grade school, kids make Valentine's boxes and exchange cards and candy. It's all about cards and candy and jewelry and roses. But the fact of the matter is Valentine's Day is not a federal holiday. So you're not obligated to do anything. And that's what I do. When my wife says, honey, did you get me a Valentine's Day gift? What'd you get me? I say, nothing. I don't have to do anything for Valentine's Day. This is America. Clearly, I'm a hopeless romantic who loves sleeping on the couch. Are you ready for potfulness? Let's get to it. Before we bring on my guest today, I want to answer a question that I've been asked before, which is how do I find guests for podfulness? So for season two, it's been all teenagers. And the first guest of this season was my son. So he was an easy guest to land. And then I had some of my son's friends come on the show. And then I had some of my friends' children come on the show. But now people are reaching out to me through Instagram, people I don't know wanting to come on the show, which has been great. And I have to tell you that there was some apprehension at first about doing a show with teenagers because how are they going to respond? Are they going to want to have conversations? Will they clam up when they're on camera? And it's been so surprising and so rewarding because I'm getting to meet some really nice people. And I hope that if I ever travel to some of these cities where these um, young people live, that I'll look them up. And say, hey, and go out for coffee or or meet him in person. So it's been really, really nice for me from a personal standpoint. And hopefully uh, the audience, you out there, you've enjoyed just listening to teenagers talk about stuff that isn't real heavy. They're talking about their lives and what they're streaming and what they're into. But it's not meant to be a therapy session. I'm not going to dive deep and ask them questions that are going to make them uncomfortable because they have friends watching, right? They can do that in their own time with their own therapist. But for me, we're just talking about life and having fun, and hopefully you've enjoyed the ride so far. So let's meet Sam right now. Sam is is another young person who I'm a big fan of. He's the youngest guest on season two so far. He is 14 years old. He's a freshman in high school, and we're going to meet him right now. Sam, to date, you are my youngest interviewee. You are 13 years old, right? 
14. Oh, you're 14. When did that happen recently? Uh, July some, just, yeah. July something. You forgot your birthday. See, that's what happens when you turn 14. You forget things easily. Uh, well, I got bad information. I'm glad to have you here on the show. What grade are you in, Sam? Uh, freshman year. Freshman year. So you're ninth grade. So this is your first year at the high school, right? Yep. All right. Tell the audience, how was your transition from middle school to high school? Was it easy? Was it hard? What was it like? Um, Frankly, it didn't feel like that much of a difference. It's just, I went to a small school for middle school, so it's okay. It was a lot bigger, but other than that, it was really kind of just the same. Right. Okay. That's good. So you're not intimidated by giant people around you? Like, do you feel like the seniors are these huge men? Well, around, or no? Huge babies. Yes. But oh, other than that, talking a little smack, I like it. I just remember when I was a freshman, all the seniors, the, the boys and the girls, they looked like men and women. But you don't you don't feel that you don't sense that as much. I mean, they do, but they're also just large children. They are large children. Wait till they go to college. Mm. Yeah, they remain large children. So tell me a little bit about yourself, Sam. So I know you're 14. I know you're a freshman. What are you into? What are you all about? Um, music. I like music a lot. Okay. Um, do you play an instrument? Unfortunately, no. I want to no. learn how to play the piano, but it's a good place to start. So, are you a singer? More or less. And when you say that you love music, what do you mean? You just like listening to it, or I like listening to it. What uh, what is your favorite genre? What type of music do you like? Honestly, anything. Just as long as it sounds good. Okay. Okay. Any particular instrument you're drawn to? Um, Piano or cello. No kidding. Are there a lot of songs, pop songs right now that are heavy on the cello? No, there's not a lot of songs that I've found that have cello in them that aren't covers. See, if you take up the cello, you could become uh, the greatest rock and roll cello player of all time. No interest in that, right? So what are some of the challenges that you're finding to high school so far? Um, well, for one, uh, for me, at least it's bigger. So everyone's, yeah, everyone went, really went to the same middle school. So they all know each other. Okay. So for me, I feel like it was harder to make friends. Okay. Yeah. So that's a big challenge. Well, you'd mentioned in that little questionnaire that I asked you fill out, you said that you're friends with mostly girls. Yeah. Right. I don't like I, sometimes the men are mean and sometimes the girls are mean, but men are meaner more. So men are meaner. They're a little bit more overt with it. You mean like, it's yeah. like, they're more physically mean. They're quick with put downs. They're more just like, and we, I love how you call them men. Mm. The 14 and 15 year olds. It's more stressful to be around male friends. Right. Me, I feel like there's more drama. Okay. Okay. I had, um, when I was in high school, my sophomore year, two of my best friends were girls. And it was just, it was so much easier. It yeah. was, it was just easier. And I could feel like I could be myself a little bit more, you know, you get around guys and everybody starts kind of showing off or seeing yeah. who's, who's more masculine than the other. And that was clearly not something that I was very good at. Yeah. So what is the weirdest thing about you, Sam? Mm. 
What is something that most people don't know, but you're about to share with them that makes you really weird? I got a long list for me, but I'm just curious for you. Carrots and ketchup. Oh, no, you do not. You eat carrots and ketchup together? Um, cooked it's, carrots? No, just raw. Mm. Baby that's, carrots. That's <laughs> baby carrots, because the big adult carrots are no good. You got to oh, eat the baby no. carrots. Well, what is a special talent that you have other than eating ketchup and carrots? Um, I can sing decently. Okay, that's good. So when you have your headphones on and you're listening to music, are you still singing out loud? Um, yes, but quieter because usually people have something else going on and don't want to hear my voice singing at the present moment. Right. When I was younger, my sister would listen to headphones and she, she did not have the best voice. And it was kind of a fun game to try to guess what song she was listening to based on how she was singing. But when you have the headphones on, if you start singing, would people be able to figure out the song? I'm guessing so, yeah. Okay, good. That means you have a good voice. Okay. So your personality, you're fun, you're happy, you're creative. That's great. I love that. And you said that if you could have any superpower, it would be time manipulation. How would that work? Because I don't think I've seen a superhero with that characteristic, or have I? Um, I don't think so. There's no X-Men that can do that? Not that I've heard of. So how would you use that? Because Flash kind of manipulates time because he can move so fast, right? But that's just a set of time. Do you want to be able to go back in time, forward in time? How would you use this superpower? Probably go back in time so I could get more accurate information on my history test instead of studying one fact and then having it be wrong. I see. So you'd use it to cheat? Mm. Cheat's mm. a strong word. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> How else would you use it other than to get answers for your history test? Um... Probably just go back to see what life was like in whatever time period. So would you rather go back in time or forward in time? Both. Both, yeah. I'm a little afraid of what lies ahead. So I think I'd rather go back a little bit. Do you sometimes have trouble going to bed because you have songs in your head? If you love music um, so much? Frequently. Frequently? Yeah. So um, how do you clear that clutter away? Because I remember being 14. I was really into music. I had trouble falling asleep every night. Do you have trouble falling asleep? Um, Sometimes, but it also helps that I have wired headphones and, and an Alexa. So I can okay. listen to the song that's stuck in my head and it usually gets it out. Does she? Oh, okay. Does she ever read you a bedtime story? You ever no. ask her to do that? No, that's probably smart. Um, Sam, I want you to be able to take a moment here and ask me anything. So every guest that comes on the show, I give them that opportunity. Is there something that you've always wanted to ask an adult that maybe you're too embarrassed to ask or a parent? You can ask me. I won't judge you. And I will try to give you the most honest answer possible. I'm going to take a little glass of water while you think it's no problem. Okay? How do you feel about ASMR? Do you like that? Ooh. Not the, not the slurping by the mic. <laughs> It makes me so uncomfortable. I hate yeah. those I don't need to hear that. I don't yeah. need ASMR in my life. Do your hobbies stay the same pretty frequently, I guess? Like throughout, oh, throughout my life? Yeah. That's a really good question. So some things do. 
So I was into music. I played piano when I was younger, just by ear. And it helped me when I was stressed out, I would play piano. When I was in a good mood, I played piano. So it was kind of a friend to me. And it still is. I picked up the guitar. I play acoustic guitar and keyboard. And so, yeah, so that hobby has remained with me. I like recording music. Uh, other hobbies, I loved playing basketball in my front yard and then um, in my driveway. And then in my 20s and 30s, I played with buddies. I don't do it as much anymore. Uh, it is a sport that causes a lot of aches and pains when you get older. But yeah, I think the hobbies that you have when you're younger, they do carry over. Yeah, that's a really good question. So hopefully your hobbies are something positive and healthy. <laughs> Otherwise, you're in for a world of pain as you get older. All right. Very good question, Sam. Well, we're going to switch gears now, and we're going to now talk about what you're listening to and what you're streaming. Sam, I find it very interesting that you don't have any social media. Is that by choice or is that a rule in your household? A rule in my household. Do you want social media? Yeah, because mainly that's how my friends communicate. That's, so. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, they're certainly not calling. Nobody uses the phone to make a phone call, right? No. No. Um, so which would be the first social media app that you would add to your phone? Snapchat, because it's everything that it's it's something that all my friends have. They all have it, right? So you've been with a friend and you so you know how it operates and how it works. Yeah. Right. So you need it just as a communication tool. Because I feel like people answer like their Snapchat DMs more than they do texts. Yep. But you do have texting, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you can do, do you do, do your friends ever send you things that they create in Snapchat? Do they ever text you like different goofy filters and videos that they've made? Um, not really. No. Cause that's the best part of Snapchat in my mind is the really incredible filters that you're able to yeah. put on to your face. Right. But I've, I've removed it from my phone a long time ago. People my age are just not using it because we still talk on the phone. Um, Instagram, would you add Instagram? Probably second. Yeah. Right. So it's okay that you don't have social media. I'm actually really proud of you for going this long. Some people get it very, very young, very young. So the longer you can hold off, the better. But you do listen to Spotify all the time, right? Oh, frequently. So even though that's not social media, that's still something. Tell me, what are some features in, in Spotify that maybe people don't know about? And what I mean is... I go there and I listen to my podcasts and I listen to my songs. And so it'll always have on my main page, the people that I listen to the most frequently are the ones that, that Spotify will say, here's a new song by them or a new episode. But are there things within Spotify when you go deep into the app that are really kind of cool features? Um, this might be more well-known, but they do have an AI tool called DJ. Okay. Um, it, plays a lot of like what you listen to in the past, what you like listen to now, songs that things you like. So it will make recommendations based on your, your listening history. Okay. Uh, I had, I did try DJ once. Is it, is it, the, by the way, is it the same DJ for everyone? I've got a guy that kind of talks like this. He's cool. What's up? I mean, is that how all the DJs talk or is yours a different yeah. voice? Okay. So this guy sounds like a really hip DJ and he will, I say he as if AI is a boy or a girl. Um, the AI does play songs that I've already listened to, but if I stick with it long enough, it will eventually recommend songs. Yeah. 
Okay. Did you get a whole Spotify wrapped at the end of the year? Yeah. Okay. So what artist did it say you listened to the most? Um, I think it was Koyomix. It's a game soundtrack producer. A game soundtrack producer. What's it, what's the person's name again? Koyomix. Oyo? H-O-Y-O mix. Hoyo mix. Okay. And so what games does he create music for? Different video games? Yeah. And um, is there are there lyrics to it or is it just music? Um occasionally, but it's mostly just music. And are these songs like are they hype songs or are they more ethereal and atmospheric and relaxing? Um the current soundtrack that I'm listening to is more is an open world game, so it's more just like like tunes in the background. Okay. So you play the game and you liked it enough that you sought this person out to listen on yeah. Spotify. So when you're gaming though, do you also have the chat feature? So you can talk to other gamers or are you just playing? Is it just a, a are you just a playing? It's a solo game. Thank you for finding that four letter word that I was having trouble with solo. So do you play any group games? Not really. No, no Minecraft, no Fortnite. Definitely not Fortnite. My not. mom would have a stroke. <laughs> um, uh, or I've uh, since I was seven, but. Okay. Okay. Because I think there's a chatting aspect to some of those, right? Yeah. If you wanted to. Um, you spent a lot of time on YouTube though, right? Yeah. Okay. So who's your favorite YouTuber? Another name I can't pronounce maybe? Um, Tuanto. Oh, it is. Okay. Tawanto. Uh, he's a, for the, he plays the same game that I listen to the soundtrack of. I see. Okay. So you're watching him play the game? Yeah. Does it make you better at that game? Um, Sometimes. Because there's you... a lot of like different aspects to it that are unique. So it's helpful to see like another person's side of it so that it can kind of incorporate it into my own side. I've always been curious with these streamers when they're playing the game you see their point of view and you also see them watching the screen right yeah so it's two cameras but do you ever see a, a video of their fingers or what they're doing with the mouse uh sometimes yeah because i feel like that's where you could learn a lot so you can yeah. see like a keyboard technique or something like that do do you have a keyboard like do you have to have an extra durable keyboard when you're playing games um because I feel like I'd break the keys on my keyboard. Yeah, sometimes, but I mean, sometimes the games that I play usually don't require that much keyboard mashing. So okay. And what's your favorite TV show? What do you stream? Uh, Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. Have you you've watched it all the way through, right? Multiple times. Oh, you've gone back multiple times. So what is it like when you watch a show like Shit's Creek the second time? What do you notice or see that you didn't see the first time? Mostly facial expressions. Yeah, they were so good. They, of, they are. Yeah. I uh, liked I liked how they became more likable as the seasons went. Yeah. Because they I, were not likable. I really like the character development. What do you think of, uh, I can't remember what character Chris Elliott played. Um, I think it was... Roland? Uh, you roll it right. Okay. What, what do you think he would be like in real life? Um Roland or Chris Elliott? Yeah, Chris Elliott. 
Oh, Roland. I know what Roland would be like in real life. I feel like Chris Elliott would be Roland, but more likable and cleaner. And clean. <laughs> He's so gross. That character is so gross. But he used to be on uh, David Letterman's show. Uh, and he would do a lot of gross things. I think I saw him drink an entire bottle of Crisco oil once. Now, it could have been replaced with something that looked like Crisco oil, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was. All right, so speaking of your mom, so I talked to your mom because I like to talk to the parents since you are still a minor to get to know you a little bit better. And uh, something I do with my teenage guests uh, is you come on the show and I play a game with you. And she said that you do have a broad musical taste, right? So you listen to other genres and things. So I'm going to play a game with you right now that is going to really test your knowledge of music. How much do you think you know about 80s music? More than I'd like to. Oh, that is the right answer. Okay, so we're going to play a game right now called Chart Toppers. Chart toppers. So your mom graduated from high school in 1987. It's a long time ago. And when she graduated, she listened to a lot of music on top 10 radio, on top 40 radio, I should say. And so did I. So I just went back and I looked up the top 10 songs from 1987. And I'm going to play snippets from them. And I need you to guess at the name of the song and the name of the artist. All right. And right. if you get all of them correct, I'll buy you a new car. All right. Okay. Uh, and then if you miss one along the way, then there's no car. So that's what we're playing for today. Okay. So this is coming in at number 10. Are you ready? This is just the opening to the number 10 song of the year in 1987. sounds kind of like the soundtrack music you listen to any idea not a clue okay are you ready i'm going to give you a little bit more this should help you out okay what was that song uh living on a prayer by bon Jovi. oh and you knew the artist too excellent job okay you're one tenth of the way to a brand new car this was the number nine song from 1987. That's all you get? I feel like I've heard it before. That's kind of groove though, right? Okay. Maybe this will help you at least for the title of the song. That's all you get? No, Sam? Nope. That was Shakedown by Bob Seger. And it came from the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack. Are you familiar with that movie? Um, Heard of it. Never seen they're, it. They're coming out with a sequel this year, apparently. All right. So you're one for two. Are you ready? This yep. was the number eight song and probably one of my all-time favorites from the 1980s. That's just the way it is. I didn't even give you the open. I just jumped right to the chorus. Here, as you're thinking, let's listen to that open. Oh, listen to that piano. I know you love piano. 
when this song came out, I could not believe how much piano was in a rock and roll song. All right. So any answer? Nothing? Just gonna take a shot in the dark and say that the title is that's just the way it is. Oh, it is the way it is. Very good. And the artist is Bruce Hornsby. Bruce Hornsby and the range. Yeah, I know you wouldn't have gotten that one. Okay, you ready for the number seven song? See, the adult right now, I've lost every single teenager in the universe. They've turned this off, but right now, children from the 80s are loving this. Okay, this is the open to the number seven song from 1987. No help. <laughs> no help at all with that one. Are you ready? Here's the chorus. This will help you out. Okay, do you know that song? I'm not sure about the artist, but Here I Go Again by Whitesnake. Oh, yes, that's yes, that's both correct. The artist and the song. You knew Whitesnake? Yeah, you should be proud of that. Do not be ashamed. Should All right, I? here's another banger. I don't think you're going to know this one, but this was the number six song from 1987. This is the open. tough right it's not even ringing a bell is it but here I like I've heard it before you have okay here is the chorus any idea that's just the way it goes by michael jackson no okay i figured that was i heard, I heard a similar voice and michael jackson is always a safe bet but that is incorrect that was say la vie Oh, by Robbie Neville. Never yeah, heard of I know most people have it. All right. Are you ready? We're going to break into the top five. Now this was the number one. No, sorry. This is the number five song from 1987. This is just the opening bit. Oh, I love that bass. Okay. Any idea? Here's the chorus. For this number five smash from the group formerly known as Jefferson Airplane. That probably did not help you. So cheesy, but so good. Sam, any idea the title of that song? Oh, no. Nothing's Gonna Stop Us oh. by Starship. So you did not get that one correct. But now we're going to move into a song which I have a feeling you're going to know. There's the opening to the number four song from 1987. Any idea? Maybe the chorus will help. I don't know the artist, but it's I Want to Dance with Somebody. It is I Want to Dance with Somebody. You've heard that song before, right? That was Whitney. Whitney Houston. Ooh. Whitney Houston. That's okay. Here we go. Three more songs left. There's no way you're going to get this one. And probably a lot of people in the audience aren't going to know this. Number three hit from 1987. This is just the open. 
little harmonica in there? Come on. Nothing gets better than that. The chorus goes like this. Any idea? No. It is not Shakedown, but it was Shake You Down by mm-hmm. Gregory Abbott. Is your mom looking at you like, I didn't even know that one? Mom. Yeah, didn't mom didn't know it. She had no clue. That was somehow number three. All right, here we go. The number two song from 1987 began like this. Nice piano. But I know this one. They're a rock band. I think this song became popular again. It was either on Glee or American Idol or something. Somebody performed it. And this is the chorus. Okay. (laughs) Sam looks perplexed. I know this one. And I know I do. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you the name of the song and then you can guess the artist? Or do you want me to tell you the artist? Uh, Song, so I can guess the artist. The song is called Alone by the body part. Please don't answer like a normal 14-year-old. Heart is correct. (laughs) That is heart. All right. Are you ready? I'll give you that one. So one, two, three. You've got four correct which isn't bad. Can you get 50%? This was the number one song from 1987. I'm going to give you the chorus right here, Sam. Here we go. Walk like an Egyptian Okay. All right. What is it? Um, I don't know about the artist, but I just walk like an Egyptian. Walk by... like an Egyptian. Go ahead. Make up a band name. I don't you know. It them, sounded like Indigo Girls. Them... Indigo Girls? Interesting. I bet the Indigo Girls were influenced by them a little bit. That was the Bengals. Mm. And that was the number one song from 1987. Shocking, right? Well, Sam, let me go back and look at your score here. I'm going to give you 50%, which I think is probably based on a curve of most people that are 14 years old right now. That's probably an A. So congratulations. No car, though. Yeah. But you did very, very well on this little game called Chart Toppers. Sam, thanks for coming on the show. Welcome. I hope you found it was worthwhile. And I thank everyone for listening, whether you're listening on Spotify or what else is out there? Pandora or iHeartRadio. What are some other streaming apps? Uh, TuneIn. I don't know if Apple Music does. Apple Music. I think they have Apple Podcasts. But And also on YouTube. So if you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much. And we will see you next week on a brand new episode of Podfulness. Podfulness.